I just had breakfast with a friend of mine whose son was rammed by a terrorist who stabbed a woman, got into her car, and tried to kill as many children as possible. And this young man, Nadav Ephraim ben Shulam at Leah, should have Rufua Shlemli, should be well. But I was so moved by the power of a father, who obviously overwhelmed by the pain that his son is going through and the challenges that lay ahead in this journey, by seeing the hand of God in everything that's happening. One thing to say, Bo Hashem, when the win the lottery, that's really nice. To say Baruch Hashem in a very difficult journey is greatness. And that's what I'm seeing, having the privilege of spending these two weeks in Eretz Yisrael. I'm seeing greatness. I'm seeing soldiers who want to help the children of our Kids Kicking Cancer program and our Heroes Circle. I see children who want to help the soldiers. I see a people that refuses to bend under fear and hatred and refuses to become darkened by the hatred that surrounds them. And that's Parsha's Kitisa. The mitzvah of taking Masisa Shekel, the half a coin. Everyone takes a half of a coin. Not more, not less. And it shows you that ultimately we need to be filled in in our life. We're never ever whole unless we leave room for God and people to join us in our lives. When we engage in that partnership, we cannot be defeated. And yet in the same part, it talks about the Egel Azov, the golden calf, which is in itself remarkable because really, after going through the 10 plagues, after having the sea split in front of you, after seeing the defeat of the entire Egyptian army and Pharaoh, the most mighty ruler, maybe whoever lived, you're still going to worship a golden calf? Sounds like a bum steer, you'll excuse me. But what took place during the golden calf was not that they said, this is God, but Elu Elohecho Yisrael. These are your leaders. Moshe, they thought, was dead. And who are they as former slaves to talk to God? We need an intermediary. The role of the golden calf was their first remote phone that wasn't a landline, but a heaven line. They wanted to talk to God, but they felt they needed these, this mystical aberration that would connect them where Moses, where Moshe had in the past. It wasn't that they didn't believe in God. It was simply that they didn't believe in themselves. And that's the power of Parshas Kisisa. Kisisa Sloch, when it talks about the midst of counting, the census doesn't talk about merely one, two, three. It talks about Kitisa when you literally means when you lift up the heads of the Jewish people, every head. When we recognize that we are so powerful, that Moshe is great, but God wants us to know that he fills the other half of our being, that he's our partner, no matter who you are, no matter how tiny you are. 
your contribution, there's a reason, a unique reason, that you're alive. No one else could be you. No one else can do what you need to do to fill in the puzzle piece. That's your half of the equation. And so God refutes the need of an Egel Azov, of a golden calf, by saying, just lift yourself up. Realize no matter who or what or what your yesterday was, today and tomorrow, if you're given that present of life, then your presence in this world is important. And you have to be present for it. We, every single one of us, have the unique characteristic and capability embedded within our nature and nurture and our soul to transcend, to be greater than the small part of our being so that we can connect to God. We can bring him into this world so that our soldiers and our captives and all of our children come home safely today and tomorrow. And with this power, with this understanding, with this knowledge, to know that we can all come home to Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, Irchobah, Hamim Toshuv, to come home and dwell again with God in the shadow of the Beit HaMikdash. Shabbat Shalom.